You have arrived. You have now entered the Kush Life. Welcome to the Kush Life podcast, where we explore the Oklahoma medical marijuana community. From growers to dispensary owners, it's the Kush Life for us. Welcome to the Kush Life Podcast. Hi, my name is Marshall Hill. We're journeying together through Oklahoma medical marijuana, and I am super excited that we're in the AC, Yes, and we are nice and relaxed, chilling in the back of the Kush dispensary. It is nice to be inside. Katie, how's the week going? It's going good. That's awesome. I know we're all excited. It's a big time for Tulsa. It is a big weekend for Tulsa. It's one of my favorite weekends of the year, Friday go downtown watch all the bike races saturday all day like in the brady arts district and then sunday crybaby hill yeah tulsa tough it is so fun the other night i was driving home and i saw a bunch of bikers driving riding by me training for the races i it just like pumps me up i love it so do you do you go out every year and go to tulsa tough do you always go to crybaby hill we try to. Chris's cousins have a house out there, and they throw a party, and it's a good family time get together. Yeah. Uh, have you seen any big, massive wipeouts or any crazy, crazy shit? I think back in the day there was a lot more than was it in nineteen they kind of started like sectioning off stuff, and people couldn't yeah. go out into the streets. But before, like it was just a mad party out there. They, they do try to keep people from getting in the streets with the bikers, and they're they're pretty good about it, and everyone's pretty respectful about it because we all know those bikers are working their butts exactly. off. Like, Could you imagine? Yeah, you don't want to ruin that or hurt somebody or any of that. No, but all the people out there with their cowbells just cheering people on—it's so fun. Now, if if you're gonna ride a bike, which sublime product would you eat before you went on a road bike? Would I eat? Uh huh. Um, I think I'd probably go with a sucker because I feel like I would ingest it longer, and that high would be a more steady, even high whenever I was biking. So I'd probably go with a sucker. Probably uh, watermelon. It's summertime. Ooh, watermelon sucker. Okay. Um, it's my decision. <laughs> I mean, that's a good decision. I, I, think, I think it's a great choice. All right, so Sublime. They're good. Yeah. They're here. And they're here. Oh, hey, they are. <laughs> hey, guys. Hello, hello. Right. Hey, how's it going? All right, introduce yourself. Who are you? Hey, I'm Tara. I'm a Sublime rep. Hey, my name is Tover. I am also a Sublime rep. <laughs> that's cool. All right, let's start off the gate before we go into anything else. What was your first smoking experience? Tell us where you were, how old you were, what you smoked, how you felt. Oh, man, my mom is not going to be happy. <laughs> I remember to this day <laughs> being in high school and I everybody was like, go get uh, in his backpack. He's got these brownies for everybody. I'm like, OK, so go back there, get my brownie. Of course, it's got like seeds and stems and everything oh, else no. you could think of it in there. So we all like held our brownies for that weekend. And then I remember I went and we didn't know that you only eat just a little bit of it. Nobody knew the doses or anything. I ate the whole thing, puked all night, had to have my mom come get me. It was terrible. But since then, I've realized that you have to eat small doses and go from there. (laughs) That's awesome. (laughs) That is definitely a bad experience, but they got better from there. (laughs) Well, uh, my first smoking experience, really, um, 
when I was younger, I would be around some adults, right? And I noticed that their hand-rolled cigarettes smelled far better than all these cigarettes they bought at the store. And then so one day, I decided to pick up one of these half-smoked hand-rolled cigarettes. And I smoked it, and I thought it was the coolest thing ever in my life. And I was like, I'm doing this for the rest of my life. Do <laughs> you remember how old you were? Oh, man. Honestly, dude, I was, I was really like 10 or something. It was young. <laughs> Yeah, I, I grew up in a yeah around some people doing cannabis. <laughs> 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 All right, so where are you guys from? Where'd you grow up? I'm um, Tara. I'm from Tulsa. Born and raised. Lived here my whole entire life. Oh, cool. Yep. Uh, what your what school? Where'd you go? All I went to Union Kindergarten okay. all the way from uh, to senior year. Yep. Oh, graduated wow. in 08. Yeah, I was all senior publicist too. Okay, nice. graduated in 08. Yep. I nice. did, I did. Nice, and stayed here in Tulsa, I guess. Stayed here in Tulsa, still live in the area. Love ever it. leave, ever go away? Anything? Oklahoma City, only, for about four years and came right back. <laughs> <laughs> Tulsa def- has a way of doing that, doesn't it? It does. I, I tried to leave, like, multiple <laughs> times, and I just couldn't get away. Like, it, we talked about a second ago, right? Just the, the, the low cost, the yeah. ease of living, right? It's just super easy to live it's here. It's nice here. Yeah. It's cheaper to live, and then you can travel. You got that's, your money that's to travel. Said, yeah. That's what I love to do. So. Yeah. I mean, geez, Southwest, you can hop on pretty much and go anywhere. Yep. Yeah, right? and we're uh, right in the middle of the country, so it's, yeah, not too far to go anywhere. Yep. Now, that the heat wave and the humidity, you know, it is what it is. Yeah, <laughs> yeah right. <laughs> right now, we don't want to be here, but we're doing it. <laughs> that's a good time to travel. Yeah, right. <laughs> that and the, and the ice storms, too. Yeah, true, true. <laughs> but, hey, we got good weed. <laughs> yes. <laughs> The ice storm of 07. <laughs> was a bad... People don't really remember that one, but I Good mean... Good thing I had weed. Yeah, right. I didn't have weed. Yeah, that was bad. It was cold. My yeah. weed guy lived down the street. I just walked out there and slid down the street, <laughs> and I got it. But yeah, we, we thought we had some ice, you know, earlier this year. Or we had snow earlier this year, but it was the ice from that, that storm that was in, insane. The... Uh, uh, because I had just opened uh, a car wash, Zud's car wash at 113th and Memorial. We had opened it 06. The last thing we really needed was two weeks, and then it took even longer for everything to melt down. And then for people to get back out and start washing their cars was, it took uh, it took a while. You know, it was that storm was bad for us. But you know, once everybody got out and washed their cars again it was great you know, yeah then they needed to wash their cars yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh all right so you're from here too uh you know what i lived most of my life in tulsa i'm uh i'm pretty old you know but uh, i grew up in a small farm town up north in dewey actually dewey yeah but yeah. by so bartlesville right 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 yeah, yeah it's even north of that but um yeah as soon as i could i left that place and don't blame yeah. me Right. I mean, you know, Tulsa is just like we were just talking about. It's like the most awesomest, most happiest place ever. I mean, I uh, came here for concerts all the time, you know, spent a lot of time here, like restaurants, like all the local joints, you know, it's a hell of a support local place. Mm -hmm. And I'm all about that. Definitely. All right. So we talked here last time. Uh, I got to know. I mean, the, the th- no, no, we're, we're keeping with you. Like <laughs> we talked here and you passed it over. No, man. We're talking about right the here. party party in the back. The party in the back. It's the new style, isn't it? It sure is. Yeah. I mean, you know, uh, it's uh, I like to party, you know, but also we got to be businessy sometimes. Yeah. So yeah, it's the best of both worlds. Definitely business in the front. You got it slicked over. You know, it looks good and then ready for the party in the back. Right. It's an El Camino. 
<laughs> so there, I saw an El Camino last yesterday, uh, two days ago, driving down Memorial, and he nice. was looking over. We were looking at, you know, and I had some young people, you know, young. Like a girl that works with was eighteen. I'm like, what's that? And her brother was like sixteen. They, they didn't even know what it was. Like, <laughs> like that's an El Camino. <laughs> My fave. <laughs> yeah. Oh, really? Oh yeah, definitely. Okay. Do you, you gonna grab? You have one? You grab? Yeah, one? I have one. There you go. There you go. Yeah. Talk to us about it. It's pretty cool. Uh, I mean, <laughs> you know, as soon as I had the money to buy, like, whatever vehicle I wanted to, I was like, I'm going to get an El Camino. And I've had it for quite a while, and it's uh, we've been through a lot of stuff together, you know. All right, what year was this? Because that's crazy. The, the first car you wanted to get was El Camino. Yeah, definitely. Uh, it was back in the day, you know. I mean, I've had it for probably, like, five years or something. All right. So, I mean... Nice. But yeah, as soon as I could, I scooped that thing what up. What is it about the El Camino that you love? Man, it's just like, it's just a beautiful thing, you know? It's like... I think there's <laughs> plenty of people that would not say it's a beautiful it's, it's thing. Like, <laughs> it's luxurious. You can sit in there. It's like also like a hot rod because, you know, the engine in there is a 350. And so that's a beast. And then you can haul all your friend's stuff, you know, whenever they need it. So you're that guy, you know? Yeah, you're that guy that gets the truck and the luxury, huh? Yeah. All right. Sort of like the new Jeep. Uh... I don't know about that. Not as good. (laughs) The Jeep's not as good as the El Camino. No. No, definitely not. Definitely not. The classic. Yeah, it is a classic. Um, All right, so what got you into the cannabis industry? I actually got got into the cannabis cannabis industry to help my mother and my grandmother. Uh, My grandmother uh, was diagnosed with cancer. I heard about Rick Simpson oil um, back in, I don't know, it might have been like O's of seven or something i don't know a long time ago but the the video is still on youtube the the race for the cure the rick simpson story but yeah so uh once i heard that you could you know cure cannabis and cannabis was like the cure all everything i like dove into it the most i could you know did all the research i could and um yeah man i started making my grandmother cannabis edibles and everything and helping her out and yeah she so walk us through how you did that how did you make cannabis edibles well um Back in the day, man, uh, with Rick Simpson oil, all uh, that's all we had, you know. And I was just making that stuff at home. This uh, this bum dude taught me how to make it. That's what, that was his name, and um, <laughs> yeah, it's and so Tulsa. He taught, yeah, he taught me how to make that. And ever since then, uh, I was putting that into brownies, um, making candies, whatever I could, you know, whatever I could get my grandma to eat that didn't taste like weed really bad. And that was hard to do. I mean, because Rick Simpson oil is really strong. And then, um, yeah. So you just made up a brownie and then just put some on? What oh, no, no. I uh, made it from scratch. Uh, I got a little bit of a cooking background. Uh, my grandmother, actually, who's my inspiration also in the kitchen, she's like an awesome baker. And so, you know, I got to bake with her a lot. She showed me all of her recipes, how to do things, all that. So I actually made her edibles from scratch with her own recipes. Oh, nice. from her recipes. Yeah. What'd she think oh, about she, the flavor? Oh, she thought it was horrible. And she <laughs> it was really hard for her to eat that stuff at all, you know. Well, like especially probably it. what she was used to it tasting like. Right. So. And I had no idea what I was doing either. I mean, you know, I was just doing some stuff I saw on the Internet, you know. Right. And I was like hoping it would like help, you know. Well, and so. yeah, some of those old school um recipes do not taste good because they don't teach you to cook it down they don't teach you to concentrate it so yeah it's just it's yucky sometimes <laughs> but yeah it was tough so i mean especially yeah i made some tincture gummies once and didn't cook the alcohol out and i didn't even end up eating those they were so i couldn't get them down they were bad 
but yeah. So I understand what your grandma was going through, especially yeah, with Rick Simpson oil. Sometimes it's so thick and strong. Is that what you were making? Just like really oh, yeah. dark? Straight up. Yeah. It looked like tar. It was yeah. just like so thick and yeah, it was super dark and it smelled like plants. So. But what what effects did she have from it? Well, she did not like the psychoactive effects of it for sure. And that's where I didn't know what I was doing came into play because I did not know how to dose her. Because whenever I was like partying and stuff and using it recreationally and eating brownies for fun, mm-hmm. I was eating a giant brownie, you know, to uh, fill the psychoactive effects. So, you know, it was really hard to tell my grandma exactly how much to take, you know. Mm-hmm. And so until the cannabis industry actually became legal here in Oklahoma, uh, that's whenever I got into it, um, you know, legally mm-hmm. and started doing everything the right way and learning the whole process and how to dose and the proper milligrams and everything about THC and cannabinoids and all that stuff. Cannabinoids. So walk us through some of those struggles that she experienced with consuming too much. Oh, my gosh. She got sick. Um she actually um, couldn't use the bathroom because um, she was so numb from the medicine, you know, like whenever it was like passing through her intestines and everything. And so she was having to take she was taking fiber and stuff and that still wouldn't do it, you know, because she was so numb and like all kinds of stuff. But it was it was tough. And wow. um, she also felt really dizzy. She would get sick, real nauseated, yeah. all kinds of stuff. At the time, my grandma was like 70, you know, so. Now, I lost my dad to cancer a couple of years ago, and I had, my plan was to start feeding him some stuff to help him, but he passed at night with a, um, they think it was a blood clot. So, you know, he saved us from a lot of that struggles. So that's why I was curious what uh, what it was like, you know, because well, there's plenty of people that are doing that now, right, Katie? You got mm-hmm. people coming in that are trying to work. Uh, oh, work. yeah. We have a lot of people that come in that are on cancer treatments right now or going in for cancer treatments in the near future. And so, yeah, they're using edibles to sleep. They're using edibles for inflammation. They're using RSO and syringes. I mean, all the things. Yeah, Yeah, definitely. All right, what got you into the cannabis industry? So I have only been in the cannabis industry for about four or five months now. So I got in the cannabis industry during the pandemic. So I have owned and operated my own business. I do eyelash extensions for a living for 11 years and um, loved everything about it. But whenever the pandemic hit, we were out of a job, nothing. You know, I was like, what do I love to do? What is my passion? And I have a son with autism as well. So I'm getting into getting his card and all that kind of stuff and was experimenting with different products. And then I was like, you know what? I'm just going to submit my resume to the people, the companies that I like. And Sublime gave me a chance. And here I am. And I love every minute of it. Okay. Help. Help. Okay. Talk to us about autism. Okay. What was talk? Why did you as a mom, you know, why did you choose cannabis? How did that go? You know, walk us through. So my son is almost seven and he has been diagnosed since he was two. He's been in about three therapies every week. And we've recently started him on some Vyvanse and trying to get him a pharmaceutical that would just kind of mellow him out. That way he could just listen to his teacher and kind of retain information is kind of what we are looking for. Um, But then all the side effects, you know, my kid's a really tall kid and they're telling me that it's going to, you know, stun his growth and do other problems. And it also causes some behavioral problems. So what I had started was doing the Vyvanse and then later 
later on trying it with like a little bit of like a gummy or something like that so that when he came off of his medicine it wasn't so intense and I noticed that started to help so I have also started with the RSO just a teeny teeny tiny bit um, and doing that twice a day and we're just kind of going from there kind of getting into the tinctures as well just exploring different options I mean there's not a whole lot of research out there which is too bad I mean so just kind of researching myself and kind of doing a trial and error seeing how everything goes and in you know you know his grandmother had some some issues you know any yeah. any issues with y- you guys nothing oh he haven't had one issue that's awesome which is amazing yeah, yeah. i've been you know i, I really researched quite a bit about it and i give him such a small dose that you really wouldn't know if if you you know you wouldn't have any idea that he was using cannabis or anything like that no psychoactive effects or anything like that but um definitely seeing positive changes yeah. How uh, many milligrams do you think he's taking? Just the most that two? he will take right now. He is still not affected from about five to eight. Okay. Which is, I think it's because of his metabolism too. I think it has something to do with his metabolism, how he's metabolizing it. So I think that has something to do with it, but I don't go ever above eight. I know it's kind of a weird number, but I've just kind of noticed that like once you get to the 10, you can kind of see him get kind of sleepy, but haven't really seen any other effects because we have some kids that shop here that are a little older and they don't take as many milligrams but also they're treating epilepsy and other things so Mm -hmm. i'm but it kind of surprised me at that age that he's taking that many milligrams yeah but if you say he's tall and bigger maybe yeah and he's just a really fast metabolism and so i really think that has a lot to do with Mm -hmm. it just for him individually but yeah i mean it's been great well that's awesome because yeah, pharmaceuticals and watching your kids struggle with getting used to them and then watching and to see if they're working is just hard as a parent. It's, oh, it's, it's terrible. And then yeah. just to read all the side effects that you're knowingly putting in your kid's body when we have a plant that grows from the ground that is all natural and I'm not supposed to use it. Mm-hmm. You know, it just didn't make any sense to me. So I was like, we, I've got to do this. We've got to change something. Right. Particular strange you go after? So I haven't gotten that far yet. There is a tincture that I'm, I think it's called Flogo is the strain, but um, sativa, anything sativa actually is better, which I first started working with like Indica's. And so actually sativa kind of does the opposite effect. So he has ADHD too. So like whenever people with ADHD drink like an energy drink, it actually does like the opposite effect to them. So it's kind of the same kind of concept. Okay. Yeah. It helps him focus more. Mm -hmm calms down certain areas of his brain and yep still lets him but to me i would think that you would do an indica to kind of calm yourself down but really it's kind of a different effect whenever you do the sativa so it's just like i said trial and error with the whole situation (laughs) yeah and definitely as we've learned it's the different terpenes that might be in one you know one terpene affects our brains just a little bit different uh i've also found a love of sativas and as i said you know through the different episodes, but so you guys know, you know, my journey started with microdosing edibles and I was always staying with the stativa always, every time I, I tried to do some even hybrids and I was passed out of sleep. You know, I couldn't do it. You know, indica, I'd always like no way. Um, and I had to have a stativa, but what I loved about microdosing and taking some gummies and some edibles was being able to program and plan out my day so that I could try and keep that level you know, and so how do you guys plan out your your time with your son? How does is that 
So that's kind of where we're at right now, too. Now that we, he's getting his card and stuff like that, it's hard because at school you obviously can't medicate or anything like that or send anything with them. So we are doing some sort of like a tincture in the morning, and then I try to go get him at a certain time to be able to give him something else, too. I don't okay, so you go up day. to school and give him Well, medication? I get him a little bit early. I get him around 4 or whatever, and that's usually when I notice that it starts to kind of wear off and he kind of needs something else. All right. Uh, yeah. How do you notice, like, if, if you're a parent trying to talk to the – or look at their child. How do you? I can just tell by him individually. He gets really irritable. Um, so I can definitely tell what, what his mood. Anytime with his mood or his behavior, I can usually kind of tell if he needs something. All right. Yeah. So, so Katie, Sublime, how's Sublime here at the, the Dispo? I mean, you guys got a ton of their stuff. So <laughs> We love Sublime. We sell a lot of the cakes. The cakes are really good. They're fresh. They have a short shelf life. So everyone knows that they're fresh. They're really good. Um, the lemon tea cakes are everyone's favorite, but we love all of the flavors here. Yeah, the suckers have been selling really well. The caramels are great. They have Rice Krispie treats, cookies. Um, they have cards. They have all the things. Yeah, full almost. Like it's a full range you, cannabis company. Tell, you, yeah, yeah. Talk, you tell us. You know, you're, the, <laughs> you're, the, you're the sales room, so tell us about your company. Okay, so we are Sublime Brands, and we also sell Corova and Lovata brands as well. So Sublime, we sell all different types of edibles, vapes, pre-rolls, all of that as well. Like she said, the Rice Krispie Treats, the lemon tea cakes, cinnamon almond coffee cake, cookies and cream brownies. We have sweet and savory pretzels and popcorn, anything that you can imagine. Absolutely the best product. You can't taste the THC in it at all. Um, And then we also sell the Corova, which is going to be like your higher milligram items that go all the way up to 2,000 milligrams in a brownie. And then on the our Lovata brand, it's going to be a vegan and gluten-free uh, gummy. 2,000 milligrams. 2,000. Mm-hmm. People are intense. Yes. <laughs> or people take them in microdose them, too. Yeah, I was going to say, yeah, yeah you just if take you're, some crumbles. Yeah. Counting day, calories. Right? Like, yeah, you can just take a little tiny bit and don't have to worry about eating a whole brownie it's or something. one patient or the extreme opposite patient. It's, yes, either you're frugal buyer or your i'm gonna eat it all tonight <laughs> buyer <laughs> Ooh, could you imagine no it would be back to me yeah. like yeah there's no way grabbing the brownie out of the guy's backpack type of <laughs> <laughs> my mom would be at 31 coming to get me having flashbacks <laughs> she would do uh so cool names uh, uh how, how do you guys pick pick names how do you pick flavors you know what do you, do you guys how do you, do what you know we were we were just talking about all the Oklahoma hard candy flavors. So, yeah, kind of touch on how you guys did all that. Well, uh, with our Oklahoma hard candies, for example, we did a bracket style. Okay. Uh, like a tournament thing, you know. So, I mean, it actually started out with, uh, you know, more flavors, which, you know, we're going to release soon in the future, you know. We'll, we'll get there. But, uh, yeah, so we did it bracket style. We all took turns, you know. Everybody... There's a, at the time, uh, I believe there was about 20 of us, you know, with uh, so we had 20 different people's ideas going on and um, that's how we did it. Well, uh, all right. So yeah, I was talking to the bud tenders here uh, yesterday when we were discussing about sublime, they were showing me all the different stuff that was coming on. So we wanted to know, one of the big questions we had is, you know, was Porter peach, is that the actual Porter peach flavor? Oh yeah, it is. Okay. 100%. How do you come up with that? Cause that's super cool. Cause we were like. Porter Peach, you know, if you're from Tulsa, if you're from there, mm-hmm. you know Porter Peaches. So how'd you guys get the flavor? Man, we got some real authentic kitchen people making this stuff with some really good palates in there. And we're all from Oklahoma. 
and we know what Porter Peach is all about, you know. So uh, we brought that to the table, and with a ton of R&D and trial and error, we made that happen. Nailed it? Oh, yeah. Nailed the flavor? Nailed it. Uh. It's delicious, <laughs> yes. And we have those in like a 100-milligram 10-pack or a 25-milligram single, so. All right, what's your favorite thing? Oh, man. You're going to ask me that. The lemon tea cake, 50-milligram. And the reason being, um, we also have that in a 100 milligram. And people always ask me, why don't you like the higher dosage one better? And I'm like, well, uh, that one's raspberry and the other one's blueberry. And blueberry is totally my jam. Well, yeah, so blueberry jam is hard to beat. Oh, yeah. yeah. And but that's uh, what we're going to try today. Oh, let's Lemon do. tea cake. All right, let's try it. All right, so talk to us about lemon tea cake. What, what, what's in it? How, what are we going to expect? So the lemon tea cakes have little white chocolate chips inside of it and then on top of it. So the 100 milligram is going to have a raspberry and then the 50 milligram is going to have a blueberry and then it has icing on top of it too. I love to eat mine right out of the freezer. Oh, yeah? Yes. It is so good. All right. So this is... The colder, the better. This is lemon tea cake, 100 milligrams. Mm -hmm. All right. We got... Yeah. You want to cut it up for us? Uh, yeah save it all right so we're gonna cut the cake <laughs> oh, yeah. all He's right so do we know i mean lemon tea lemon tea cake i mean i've never oh. had a lemon tea cake it's tea yummy tea cakes you know they're more dense oh sorry yeah tea, yeah the tea cakes are more dense it's uh kind of in between a like a pound cake and a cheesecake almost is like the density yeah, that's how I would describe it, too. It's almost kind of like a lemon bar-ish kind of, too, I would say. Okay. The consistency, you just can't beat it, though. All right, so talk us, talk us through your process on, on the cooking. You know, you, you said you got a bunch of people that, you know, oh, walk yeah. us through your process. They're amazing. Um, they're always out there cooking in the mornings when we show up. You can, like, smell it literally from the outside. It smells so good. I guess it's baking would be the better way of yes, saying that. Yes, and right? they, oh, but they do cooking, too. They do all different types of stuff. Yeah. So basically, they do most of the things in the morning. And so whenever we come in, we can kind of watch them, um, you know, fix it all together and whatnot, cut them up, package them. It's a really cool process to watch, too. All right, Katie, hop in. Yes. Uh, Let's get some lemon tea cake. All right. Definitely. What do you taste? Lemon. They're so yummy. Oh, man. Oh, I'm excited. Okay, so... Do we know what's in it? Ingredient-wise? Mm-hmm. So it ha- it's the lemon, and then it has the white chocolate chips inside of it as well. And then this one has the raspberry on type w- top with that l- icing. You said that a second ago. I mm-hmm. apologize. No, you're fine. Um, what's in it cannabis? Uh, cannabis-wise, we use champagne distillate, which is the most finest, purest form of you know non-tasting cannabis you can put into an edible. Okay, I have not... And we've been doing this about eight months or so. Mm-hmm. I've not heard somebody say champagne distillate. Yeah, yeah, and and that's we use the most highest percentage, most cleanest distillate. Okay, but what is it? What's champagne distillate? It's it's basically the color of it and the cleanliness. It's a good description of it. The clarity. Yeah, you can see how clear that is. Uh, that's our cart, right? There. I mean, it's a champagne color. Oh, okay, yeah. okay. Yeah. Uh, what's your process for for making it? for putting it in our edibles Mm -hmm. the kitchen staff does that now i haven't seen too much of them putting it in there but they mix it in and that's basically do you know more about 
Yeah, um, we actually have a patent on the way we put our medicine into our edibles, uh, the way and uh, make sure that we evenly distribute the medicine in our Sublime brand edibles. So you can take one of our lemon tea cakes, for example, and cut it into even pieces, make sure it weighs the same, and you'll get the exact same dosage in each piece. Okay. I've noticed that... There, that your guys' edibles seem more consistent than most. It you don't get blindsided or uh, unexpected like feeling from eating Sublime. You know it's good quality, consistent product every single time. I mean that is delicious. I had to go back and get a second. One. I was <laughs> like, should I get a second? I don't know. Chris and Katie will be getting uh, high text messages later. <laughs> if I get too high after these, I start sending random texts. So you know, it is what it is. Yeah. Uh, consistency and quality is what it's all about. And, you know, we have like real kitchen people making this stuff from scratch. Every single thing we put in there, we make like the raspberry icing. We make we break down real raspberries, you know, we puree them. Um, you know, they're going at it hard in there. You know, we're not cutting any corners at all. Uh, our chefs source the best ingredients available. So, I mean, yeah, everything from our chocolate morsels to the quality of our raspberries, you know. I, I really think that's the cool part about the edibles, mm-hmm. right? People, there there are some, right? You can taste some edibles and you go, you know, okay, I get it. But then there's, there's, there's companies that really, really dial in what they're doing and you can taste it. Yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, you can taste the quality on that. That's made with love. Yes. <laughs> you know, that's, that's made by people who want to eat it. Right. Exactly. exactly. Yeah, I think that's the difference. You know, like you, you can, especially when you said that they're pureeing and doing and going through that type of work and not just grabbing something from somebody and mixing it together. You know, it, that's that's really impressive. What, what made you guys go to that level? <laughs> so our company is based out in Arizona and we have a, a chef that's out there and he does it all. He does all the recipes and everything like that. So he's a... You know, is he a five-star chef? Is that what you call it? Okay, cool. I just didn't want to say that wrong. Um, yeah, so he does all the recipes and everything like that. So he makes them taste exactly the way that they should taste. Okay, so company's based in Arizona. Yes. And yes. then uh, you guys are the We're, reps for Oklahoma? Yes, so we have our kitchen here. We make everything local here in Oklahoma as well. We're all oh, okay, Oklahoma so operated. Here in Oklahoma. Yes, okay. yes. Yeah, we're all Oklahoma operated. We're all from here as well. And then we're also in Nevada. And I believe maybe a little bit of Oregon, possibly. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, uh, we're officially a national brand now. Uh, Wherever cannabis is legal, Sublime will be there. Oh, okay. Yeah, definitely. Ready Um, to go full full on national now. Okay, cool. (laughs) Um, You guys just recently got voted in the top five in Arizona, which that's where you guys originated the company. But that's really awesome because, I mean to stand out in these other environments and then be able to spread like that it yeah and then the quality and the consistency to be able to do that in other states is it's impressive why do, why yeah. do you why do you think that it's gone that way um i think it's people that are caring about their products and like making better products and not just trying to make the biggest profit margins like you said, I mean, yeah, you can buy raspberry jam and put it on there, or you can buy make raspberries and yeah, make it from scratch. So, why do you go through the extra effort? The patients matter. Like you know, this company was created by people who wanted to help their loved ones. 
like uh, some of these recipes were like handed down like by their grandmothers also like our caramel recipe is our owner's uh, grandmother's super secret recipe and it is so amazing it's been perfected over years I mean you can't beat that you know and uh, yeah I mean we just want to help everybody and like Katie said our consistency is a huge key to it because of um, you know our dedication to that if something is not perfect, it's not going to, you know, see a dispensary. We're just going to trash that, you know. We're going to make sure that every patient gets the quality product that they that they deserve. That's cool. That's yeah, the cool. quality control, for sure. Absolutely. There's a lot of quality control in Sublime. Yep. All right, so what what's a normal patient that comes in and gets this? What are they looking to, to do with the, the cake? Any, Honestly. Anything specific that we know of? People just love the cakes because they taste so good. Um, they're good. They're affordable. They're not too high in milligrams. So therefore, most people can eat a whole cake if they want to, which is a complaint I have with some people saying that things are so good, but then the milligrams are so high that they can't consume the entire brownie. They want to eat the flavor yeah. and they just Because it's they good. Yeah. So these kind of hit that good medium range of milligrams good price point and then they're just so yummy yeah so yeah, yeah. They are, it really was i don't know like i said i didn't even know what the, the type of cake was mm-hmm. and i went for a second you know and I, it's a good chance i go for a third <laughs> <laughs> how was our description does it kind of yeah. match up with that okay definitely, cool definitely it's a dense cake yeah you're right it is dense but it's not you know sometimes dense cakes are just dry right mm-hmm. oh it's, it's not dry not dry whatsoever mm-hmm. i mean mm-hmm. it's a very uh, rich flavor too and you could taste you could taste the puree right you could taste that flavor in it yeah yeah the freshness yeah <laughs> yeah we don't use any preservatives or anything like that because that takes away from the flavor and so yeah you're gonna get something super fresh every time how's the how's the industry for you guys it's great i love it we get to go around every day and meet different types of people all that stuff i love going to the events i mean just kind of like this just be, be able to meet people that we normally wouldn't be able to meet and mm-hmm. you guys did Dab and Splash? Yeah, we did. It was a blast. Dab and Splash rocked. I'm ready for round two. Yeah. Well, we found out. Yeah. It's coming up 710. It's a Saturday. Oh, 7-10. no way. Dab and Splash. You are kidding. Two. Wow. Yeah. I got chills. <laughs> <laughs> I grew up going to Big Splash. Right? Yeah, now. Splash, so yeah. I'm like, I'm. we kept looking at like, can we smoke in here? Can we really do this? We're still part of that generation where we're like, is this okay? Can we do this? Yeah. Well, it <laughs> was know? so weird to be able to do that. But then the next day to go back and there's kids everywhere. And it's like, you definitely can't smoke now. Yeah, right. It's <laughs> totally different environment. Wait. I'll be there every day if I can smoke there with my kids. <laughs> Be like, go down the slide. Mama's here. <laughs> Take a sublime edible. You'd be good to there go. There you go. I have one in my backpack for sure. <laughs> Sucker. Great for travel. Yeah. Definitely yes. great for travel. Absolutely. Um, we, you can put it wherever, I guess. You can take it wherever, quote unquote. Yep. Yeah. Right. The hard candies are individually packaged in there, so you don't have to have like a giant bag of candies in your pocket. You can just have one. I mean, as I traveled, uh, and well, previous to 2020, right? Yeah. You know, <laughs> uh, I would take gummies, and but I would mix them. I'd put them in a bag. And I'd go to the store and buy regular gummies, <laughs> and then put I'd put the gummies in with the regular gummies and uh, and take them through. I had multiple times I'd have people inspect my bags. No they'd way. They look right at it, close it back up. I'd pass right through. Oh yeah, man! All the time. You could definitely do it. Were you sweating? Hell yeah, I was. <laughs> yeah. The the, the mm. last time that got really, uh, actually I wasn't sweating on this one, but I probably should have was our family trip to Cayman. And they had me 
everybody else, my sister and my brother-in-law knew because I was I was bringing stuff to Cayman, right? Because there's mm-hmm. no way we we're going to be there for a whole week and not have anything. And uh, I had it so well. I knew I had it very well hidden. But, I mean, this guy was going through everything. And literally, he dug through that bag. And I was like, I didn't even look. I was like, there's no way he knows. Like, I had it done right. So, yeah. sure enough, passed right through. I read mm-hmm. a whole article it's been a couple of weeks, but Mexico went legal and they, they think it'll take a whole year for them to get up and get dispensaries and the whole shindig. But soon, I think in the next couple of years, you won't have to take it with you. You'll just be able to buy it there. Yeah. Uh, I don't know what you'll be what their laws growing at home were more strict than ours, which I was really surprised about. Yeah. And then there were. It did mention what you would be allowed to purchase, and it wasn't super lenient or super constricted, but their grow-at-home laws were more conservative than ours, which I thought was interesting. That is interesting. Uh, Maybe because they're trying to really push it through the sales so that they can control it a little bit more. Trying to fight that mafia. (laughs) I don't know. I don't know if I want to be a sales rep there. Yeah. Okay. Pass. I'm not going. <laughs> Just on vacation. <laughs> yeah. I'll be there on vacation for sure. <laughs> Pass. Uh, and for you, how's the industry as you're going around? Oh, the industry is great. I mean, it, it's a dream job, right? I mean, we all love cannabis. You know, we love helping people. You know, it's just like, it's a great thing, right? And it's good to like, you know, like uh, Tara was saying, interacting with all the other people who have the same passion and just like getting different point of views and like learning from everybody and i mean there's so much to learn i don't know half as much as i want to know you know i hear all these guys i call them weed scientists you know i can just listen to those guys talk for hours and you know i want to i want to get all that knowledge so i can you know further like help our loved ones and you know just i want to know everything about cannabis it's very interesting it is very interesting i agree uh also is very interesting is uh your specs Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So Thanks, talk my- to us about your specs, because I think you said you're trying to get a sponsor. So maybe if we get the right listener. You know. Oh, yeah. Oh, well, these aren't any ordinary specs, actually. These are my Pit Vipers. And these are my Pit Viper 2000s. So, yeah, they're uh, they're awesome, man. They're Z87 rated. So, you know, some stuff could, you know, flick up on my eyeballs right now. And I'd be safe. <laughs> you know, also they're polarized. And so, yeah. Pretty cool, man. Especially during this Oklahoma weather, you know, with this heat out here. Mm-hmm. It's brutal, you know, in the sun comes down on us is it uh is it the 2021 brian bosworth look is that i would take that you know yeah. you, you can't beat the boss you dude. can't He's you awesome. can't he was definitely i'll be honest man he was i showed the haircut person a picture of him <laughs> <laughs> we knew it when i was like this is what i want yeah. and she was trying to give me some kind of like uh like 2000s rocker guy mullet or something i was like nah man i want the boss <laughs> yeah you definitely want the boss yeah no, leave, leave them on. I'm going to snap a pic of you. <laughs> uh, all right. So, uh, Katie, when when somebody comes in and they're looking for an edible, how do we lead them in the direction of, you know, what what really it is that they want? I, I, that's a that's a hard question to answer. Right. Let me let me ask that a little bit different. Somebody comes in, they go, I, I want an edible. Right. Mm-hmm. You go over to this other side. How does a bud tender walk through what the patient is really looking for? So maybe the patients can come in and already know some of those things that go through, you know? Like yeah. Well, we usually ask them what their tolerance is, how many milligrams they usually take. And then you ask them what 
they're us- what they're taking it for. If they're taking it for daytime, if they're taking it for nighttime, if they're taking it for pain relief, if they're taking it for anxiety, it just it kind you just kind of figure out what they're searching for and then lead them in that direction. And then once you get that those kind of things, you can kind of guide towards gummies or chocolates or hard candies or cakes or something like that but yeah you're usually going to ask them what their tolerance is and then what what they're trying to treat and if it's day or night or pain or anxiety or those types of things Uh, yeah i would definitely say whenever you said earlier with your sucker like if you were to do tulsa tuck you would do a sucker it's just different ways that edibles hit you too if you have a sucker it's going to hit you more of like a sublingual effect you know it's going to hit you more gradually and more faster or a faster effect so definitely Mm -hmm. something like that definitely ask them kind of what they're looking for milligram dosage yeah because like grandma we don't want to overdose people and and a lot of people are new to this and so they we get a lot of first timers. We get a lot of people that even 10 milligrams would be too much. You So you have to know, talk to them and be like, you need to cut this in half. You need to cut this in thirds. And we just have those conversations and repeat, <laughs> repeat yourself so that they know. Because 10 milligrams might not seem like a lot, but if you're not used to it, it can really put you down. Yeah, it and, can. And scare you. Yep. So, yeah. And I used to try and really try and take little nibbles and try and, like mm-hmm. I said, you know, try and schedule it throughout the day. I could sense on my own self. That's why I was asking, you know, how did you sense in your child? You know, I could sense personally. So I was, that's why I was curious about sensing in somebody else. But I could sense it starting to go, you know, like, okay, I need to, it's time to remedicate, right? Uh, so let's, let's close out on these questions. Uh, you know, your last thoughts, you know, towards the community on, on what's, you know, your recommendations for edibles or concerns for edibles or, you know, uh, just take the floor. I would definitely say with the milligram dosage, when you're starting out, definitely start small. Go, you can always increase. You can't take back. Um, So I would definitely start with something. Just take a bite, kind of wait a little bit, kind of see where that's going with you. Definitely try sublime whenever they're consistent when you're first trying it. Um, You know, each bite, what you're actually getting. And that way you can also, you can also (laughs) journal it. That's kind of what I've done too. Kind of journal like what I ate, like the dosage. And that way I know like what's my sweet spot. I do that with strains too, like when I smoke flour as well. Um, But for the summer, I'm super excited. We're finally being able to get out of the house and go to all these events. And it's really, really exciting that Oklahoma is the way that it is with cannabis. So I'm just really excited to see what the summer offers, too. Live music. I'm so excited. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, real excited for live music also. So, uh, yeah, with the summer and medicating and all that, uh, it just depends, you know. uh, I mean, I'm a big fan of the suckers, you know, during the summer. I'd have to say that. But, I mean, uh, a lot of people, you know, well, some people say that uh, edibles, you know, they don't fill those, right? I'm like, try a sublime 50 milligram sucker. I guarantee you, like, you know, doing that sublingually, that sucker, by the time that sucker dissolves in your mouth, you're going to be filling that medicine, you know? So, I mean, it's a great one for, like, on the go, you know, by the time, like I said, by the time it's dissolved, like, 30 minutes later, you know that's going to be hitting. So, mm-hmm. you know, those are really good for timing them out. So, I'm all about that. And if I want a microdose, I eat something really small, like, three or five milligrams. So... Well, and like Tara said about journaling, there are some really good apps out there. I know like Jointly is an app that you can put in your cannabis and it asks you like what you're medicating, but then it asks you how you felt what, and it just different things about your 
your experience so that then you can go back and say this was good or this wasn't and it's just it keeps it all in one place so that you can figure it out for yourself what's working and what's not yeah that's a perfect say that what's that app again jointly they're on instagram a lot they they spread a lot of love in the community and they're it is a good app for for journaling your cannabis use yeah that's awesome cool Mm -hmm. all right where do people find you guys on social I have a social media. It's hi, H-I-G-H, it's I-T-S, Tara, T-A-R-R-A. <laughs> I have to spell it all because I because if you just say hi, it's Tara, then you would do H-I, you know, and then my name's weird. Anyways, and then I also have Tara, T-A-R-R-A, un, uh, underscore sublime okay. And that's where I post all of the sublime behind the scenes in our kitchen. We're always trying to get whatever footage we can as well. Oh, my gosh. Okay, yeah, her, that would be cool. Her kitchen videos get me every time oh man it makes me so hungry (laughs) (laughs) it's deadly deadly yeah that's what i'm interested to see i love the behind the scenes stuff Mm -hmm. things like that so that's that's cool i'll get i'll go check that one out. yeah definitely do yeah and uh mine's a little bit easier it's (laughs) it's it's underscore that sublime guy that sublime guy okay so is that how everyone knows you? That yeah. sublime guy? Yeah, they started, I mean, you know, that's where I got the name from. Everybody is like, that sublime guy, you know, that's how they referred to me to their friends or whoever, you know, was at the dispensary and, you know, and so Just I was stuck. like, all right, I'll adopt this name. Let's do it. <laughs> that sublime guy with sunglasses. Yeah, it works. You yeah. Know? <laughs> the zone sunglasses, they're pit vipers. Oh, Man, shoot. <laughs> I, I wore pit vipers when we, on stage when we won the High Times Cannabis Cup. Nice. It's good luck. Yeah, so wow. I mean, I always try to wear those same sunglasses when I'm out doing pop-ups and people will recognize me because of that. I was about to say, that when was. do you not wear your pit vipers? Um, <laughs> and yeah. yeah. I was going to say never. <laughs> yeah, I can't answer that. <laughs> uh, did you say something earlier about uh, you're up for another award or something? Yeah, oh, Cannabis well, cup. We did enter three of our products in this year's High Times Cannabis Cup. So uh, be looking out for those. Try them. They are amazing. What we have entered is our vegan Levada gummies, the pineapple coconut. It is my favorite, favorite gummy out there. Sounds great. It is unreal. It's so good. And then also our sweet and savory pretzels, which are great for microdosing. They're only three milligrams each. Perfect. And Mm -hmm. then also, I believe we're doing either our caramel chews or a caramel popcorn i cannot honestly remember i want to say it's her caramel chews they're so good so good drop that thing in your coffee or your tea you have a whole nother experience uh, yeah yeah. i love doing that yeah i love doing that Yeah. yeah yeah i've chopped them up and made cookies you know and put them in the cookie dough it's pretty good that's a great idea, too. Yeah, don't limit yourself, man, with all these cool sublime <laughs> edibles. Yeah, I mean, Could don't it. just eat them out of the wrapper. Yeah, that's boring. That's yeah. boring. <laughs> Be creative. I like it. I like it. And I take pictures m- and show us. I want mine with some ice cream. Ooh. Heck yeah. Warm one of those brown cookies and cream brownies up. Mm. Put some ice cream on top. Mm-hmm. Yep. We're going to be trying, <laughs> we're going to be doing that when we get the munchies and then we're just going to just get even better after that, right? We have tons of ideas. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. Katie, where do people find you on social? You can find us at Instagram, uh, Facebook, and TikTok, Kush Dispensary Tulsa. And then you can find us right here at 1711 East Skelly Drive from 10 to 10, seven days a week. You guys have been doing a lot more videos and stuff too. We have been posting a lot. It's that time of the year. It's time to get out and about and mm-hmm. do stuff. 
Definitely, definitely. Well, thank you guys for coming. Appreciate the time. Thanks for uh, sharing all about the products. I mean, geez, like I said, I'm going to go back and grab another little bite. <laughs> Very great, man. I, I love the cake. I love the cake. So thank you guys for coming out. Thanks for what you're doing for the patients. Really appreciate it. Thank you so much. It was yeah. great to be here. Yeah. Thanks for having us. Hey guys, while everyone's out smoking, let me tell you about Cush Lounge. We just opened up the dog park. You can bring your dog and chill after you get your medicine. You can come out back, play some games. We've got cornhole. We've got ping pong. There's going to be sound baths on our calendar coming up. We're going to have yoga, all kinds of fun stuff. Check out our Instagram page at Cush Lounge Tulsa. See you soon. It's the Kush Life for us. Kush Life.